Warning, the following audio transmission is based on theory and is intended for entertainment purposes only. It's Doomsday and its affiliates will not be held liable for anything your dumbass does. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome everybody to It's Doomsday Podcast Live. Today is March 6, 2023. Time is 6.01 p.m. And where the fuck is everybody? Where's Jake? I don't know what's going on. I'm just kind of out there. <laughs> Welcome in just a minute to Welcome in Shelby. Welcome in Jelly Six. Welcome in Rifle. What's up everybody? How are you doing today? Um, I wonder if Jake forgot about us. Wonder what uh wonder what he's doing. <laughs> anyway, I hope everybody had a wonderful day today. I know everybody's going through their own little trials and tribulations in life. And for that, guys, I gotta say, keep your head up, be strong. I'm gonna get into one of those little trials and tribulations here tonight on the show. To remind you guys, if you're having a bad day, it can always be worse. And in the meantime, uh, I'm going to go ahead and shoot Jake a message here. See where he's at. (laughs) I'm going to shoot him this message before it gets to him. He's going to pop in the room. But that's okay. That is okay. Uh, For those of you that are listening online, because this show does get uploaded as well, guys, if you're on Podbean, make sure to follow. Make sure to drop a like. Make sure to leave a comment on the episodes that you listen to. That way we know you're listening. And that way, Podbean knows you're listening. And that way, we can hopefully get into the trending page. But uh, we'll see if that happens. So wanted to start off this with, you know, your life is worse, uh, not as worse off as that you think it is. So a couple weeks ago, I get a phone call from a friend that I haven't spoke to in... I want to say it's been 11 years. It could be a smidge longer than that, but 10 years for sure since I've spoke to him. And he somehow tracked down my number through a mutual friend that I've always explicitly said to not give my number out to, but, you know, he doesn't listen, whatever. So this gentleman calls me, and I answer the phone. He says my name. I say hello. About 30 seconds goes by, and I say, who in the frack is this? He tells me who he is. And I'm like, holy shit, dude, I haven't talked to you in over 10 years. And he says, yeah, man. He says, I thought you were dead. He says, I don't know whatever happened to you. He says, where are you at nowadays? So we did some we did some catching up. All right. Now, his life is going well. Uh, you know, no complaints on his end. Married, kids, good job. You know, lives his life, hunts, fishes, does everything that he enjoys doing. No problem. Right. He starts telling me about other people that are in our area, people that we grew up with, people that we used to hang out with all the time. And I have to say, holy shit, the amount of people that ended up on drugs that we used to hang out with is unreal. And I'm not talking 
you know, small, insignificant drugs. I'm talking like, you know, heroin, meth, crack, like these really bad, bad drugs, right? And we're not talking in, in little amounts here and there, just trying them at parties. I mean, to the point, this is to the point where people are literally ruining their lives. Um, one guy we used to hang out with, I guess, from what he said, has some sort of brain damage now um, and, and can barely form sentences, doesn't know where he is half the time, doesn't know what's going on, not because of the drugs necessarily, but because he owed somebody money for drugs. And this individual beat him till he was brain dead. Um, if somebody didn't come along and find him, there's a good chance he would he would be dead. But now is you know has the brain damage very slow, uh, can't keep it together, doesn't know where he's at half the time, etc. And this is only like the tip of the iceberg for some of these situations that he was telling me about. Are you looking for something kick-ass to add to your closet? Reaper has the hookup for t-shirts, hoodies, button-ups, hats, beanies, and plenty of other badass products. You can check out Reaper Apparel Company at www.reaperapparelco.com and use code DOOM10 for 10% off. Jester only stands behind brands he believes in, and Dan at Reaper Apparel has a mission, and Jester is on board. Go check out www.reaperapparelco.com today and use code DOOM10 for 10% off your entire order. Why be a sheep when you can reap? Use code DOOM10 for 10% off at www.reaperapparelco.com today. A lot of my friends uh, that I used to hang out with have OD'd and died. Um, some of them have permanent damage done from these drugs. Uh, their families disown them. They they look horrible. He sent me pictures of some people we used to hang out with. And some of these guys just look like straight skeletons. Okay, just straight skeletons, um, you know, a shell of their former self. And even though a lot of these guys claim to be clean now, some of them will never be right. And it got me to thinking, if I never would have left the area I grew up in, if I would have never got out of there, out of there, would I have went down the same road that everybody else did? Because when I used to hang out with these guys and I used to hang out with the, this group of people and all of our friends, nobody was on any hard drugs. I think maybe a person or two smoked a little bit of weed. It wasn't necessarily, um, it wasn't necessarily a group that was participating in any kind of hard drugs. So to get the stories I'm getting now is just outstanding, right? Or not outstanding. It's outrageous. What am I saying? Outstanding that people are on drugs. Yes, it's phenomenal. <laughs> and Jake has entered the building. And I see Jake's lovely wife in here says, Jake's coming. We lost track of time practicing baseball. Oh, very cool. Very cool. That's all right. I've been filling the air here. I had some things I needed to vet on, so it's all good. Um, so aside from everybody ending up you know, basically on drugs or basically homeless, Odin, things like this. I found out something that is even, you know, even more worse. And with that, speaking of more worse, Jake, the Italian stallion, what's going on, man? <laughs> Did you say more, more worse? Does that wait? Worser? How do you, how would you say that? Just worse, bro. Worse, bro. What's up, dude? How are you doing today? 
I'm good. I lost track of time, dude. I was playing catch with my kid out in the yard, and Alexa goes, "Hey, um, you have a show today?" I was like, "Yeah." <laughs> She's like, "Well, six oh four. and I was like, "Shit, <laughs> dude, it's it's all good, man." I got to tell you, I got into planning some things today, and I didn't even want to. I didn't even want to come down to the studio to record today because it was that nice of a day, and I'm like, man. So I, I don't blame you for getting caught up outside, dude. And I mean, you got to play catch with the kid. You know what are you gonna do? I'm um, be a good dad here, you know? Get, get yeah. off my back, guys. Get off my back. I'm trying to be a good dad here. So this actually segues me into the next part of the story. Yeah, being a good dad, being a good dad. This this segues into that. Let me take a nice little sip of my energy drink here. Ooh, which one is ah. it? This is one I think you don't like, the kiwi guava. Oh, no. You mean that? Yeah, I don't think, yeah, I don't think you like that one. Call okay, it so. A giant green poop ball. <laughs> listen i you know there's very few of these celsius that i don't like um they didn't want to be affiliated with its doomsday podcast my response email was that's okay i'm still going to promote the product because there's a lot of fat asses in this world that could be drinking this instead of a monster so uh they never responded to that but whatever i stand by it (laughs) well you know who will sponsor this show jester who's that the bearded bean coffee company wait wait these guys Hey preppers, are you looking for good coffee? Go to www.beardedbeancoffeecompany.com. With over 42 different varieties of coffee, you'll find what you like. Why not use code DOOM15 at checkout for 15% off your coffee order? Again, that's DOOM15, D-O-O-M-15 for 15% off your order at beardedbeancoffeecompany.com. Grab life by the beans. All right, I actually got to record a new ad for Honestly though, that's like the best segue we've ever done. Do you have enough food in your pantry for when disaster strikes? Go to www.readywise.com and utilize code DOOM10 for 10% off your entire food order. ReadyWise offers long-term food storage items such as chicken and beef that last up to 15 years. But that's not all. Go to www.readywise.com and use our code DOOM10 for 10% off of organic food as well. Offering chili, pasta, and soups, they have you covered. Did we mention they have fruits? Bananas, blueberries, strawberries, and apples, just to name a few. With many more food options for your home, car, or bug-out bag, ReadyWise has your six. Go to www.readywise.com now and utilize code DOOM10 for 10% off. I think it has been. And I got to welcome someone new that I haven't seen in here before. Welcome, Chris Key, dude. Welcome into the live show. Also, welcome in uh, Jake, Alexa, Kate. And I think I got everybody else on the list so far. More people will eventually show up because that's how it goes. Um, but welcome in, uh, Chris. I see you're new here. Anyway, yeah. So, segue into being a good dad. So, I get this phone call from a friend of mine I haven't talked to in over 10 years. We get to conversation about all the horrible things that are going on back in our hometown. And I come to find out, and this is the craziest thing, that, and I, trying to put together the pieces for this on this is difficult for me. So, my oldest son's mother, Junior's mother, okay, she was with a guy we went to high school with. I don't know if they were engaged, if they were married, if they were still together. I don't know. Last time I spoke to her was 2017, I believe, and at that point in time, they were getting married. Don't know if they ever did or not. Uh, to continue to fast forward to today, 
the last I heard, they were still together. They were living together, etc. He tells me, he says, hey, he says, hey, Jester, you know, he's dead now, right? And I'm like, what? <laughs> and I hate to laugh at this, but I mean, I'm not going to say he was the greatest guy on the planet. Anyway, knew this guy, grew up with this guy. We had the same classes in school together. Um, and he got with my ex and they were dating, uh, got married, living together, et cetera, whatever the case may have been. And maybe back in 2016, rumors started flying around about them being on some pretty hard drugs, specifically heroin. Yeah. The hardest Um, of drugs. The hardest of drugs. Now, let me dial this back. You guys all know I have uh, full custody of my oldest son. All right. And that's not something that a father gets easily. It's just not. The the two of them being on heavy drugs or really, really bad drugs definitely aided in that process without question. So lo and behold, he tells me, yeah, he's dead. And I'm like, okay. And he says, yeah, he OD'd. Now you go back and you look at the obituaries. Obviously, they don't like the print overdose in the obituaries, but he is in fact dead. Now, this is the crazy part about this. I... I have a decent heart, not the best one. I truly do care about people. I think that's pretty apparent. That's half the reason I do the show. The other reason is I like to hear myself talk. Uh, Anyway, so I said to myself, it might be a good idea for Junior to reach out to his mother because she might just need that right now. She might need that phone call from him saying, Hey, how are you? How are things? You know, is everything okay? And, you know, just maybe it would help her. I don't know. So I start putting some time and a little bit of effort into reaching out to people from back home. I start, uh, trying to track her down on the internet. I'm doing what I can to kind of locate her and I can't find her. Her, uh, mom and stepdad's house is up for sale. They're gone. There's no phone number to get a hold of her. Since uh, this gentleman OD'd, she's deleted a lot of her social media and cannot be found online. And talking to a few people in the area, the common consensus is, dude, the last time we seen her, she looked horrible and nobody's seen her since. Um, so trying to get a hold of her at, at this point is kind of not really not able to do that. Uh, just to kind of wrap this up. Having this good thought process of maybe I should put them in touch with one another, things like that, it kind of dawned on me that maybe it's not the best idea either because of the amount of toxicity that she presents. So I kind of came to the conclusion to myself, if I can't get a hold of her, it's because a higher power does not want that to happen. If it's meant to be, something will present itself. And I know I'm going to butcher this name, but welcome in, is it Maribel? Maribel? Jake, help me with words. <laughs> Loud noises. <laughs> yeah, you can yeah. say Mirabelle, but it's it's it, it's Italian. Uh so like Mirabella? No, you can just say Maribel. Fire is one of the most basic essentials for survival. Whether you're camping, hiking, or preparing for disaster, Blackbeard has your six. Go to www.blackbeardfire.com and utilize code DOOMSDAY for 10% off your entire purchase. Blackbeard offers stormproof matches, plasma arc lighters, fire starters, and ferro rods. 
all of which are great for your bug out bag. Once again, go to www.blackbeardfire.com and utilize code DOOMSDAY for 10% off your entire purchase. Yeah, that works too. Um, Maribel for now. I'll, I'll get there later. Um, <laughs> yeah, so just a minute to your right. That's the mindset that I put myself in. So in, in the specific reason was because I felt that if if he really needed to talk to her, it shouldn't be this hard to get a hold of her. It shouldn't be this hard to track her down. It shouldn't be this hard to find her, right? All accounts, she's still alive and just kind of missing somewhere. But that's okay. Um, and then there, there's kind of the other thing of, you know, 17 year old kid, maybe she tells him to fuck off. That's not good either. So I'm just kind of going to let the situation die. So Jake, the topic of tonight's show, uh, is, is, you know, don't think your life is too worse off because there's obviously worse things going on out there. Um, we all, all, yeah. And we all get down on ourselves. Um, you could have a perfect life and get down on yourself. And I, I always look at myself like, you know, I could be doing more. I could be putting in more effort. I could be better at this. I could be a better dad. I could do this. I could do that. I, I could be doing more. And then I look, I'm, you know, I'm telling these stories about, you know, people that I grew up with stuff like this. And I'm like, holy shit, I could have went down a really bad road. I'm doing really good right now. Um, yeah. Maribel says I am Cuban. My husband is American, Italian, pretty close. <laughs> close enough. I'll take it. Close enough. <laughs> so, so Jake, uh, without prying and diving too deep into, you know, into your personal life, do you feel this way at all? Stop attacking me, Jester. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, Jakester. <laughs> I was only seven. No, I'm just kidding. I had a great life, dude, to be honest. Um, I, I am an, I'm, I'm the odd one out, my guy. Um, I had the nuclear family sort of deal going on my whole life. Um, I had a pretty stable household and, uh, my, uh, my dad made, made efforts, made, made every effort and, uh, really, I mean, essentially killed himself, you know? Uh, and it was always my, my perspective, you know, everybody be like, Oh, you had such a great life. What do you know? Blah, blah. You know, it's, that's, that's not true. It's not true because my problem is that it's hard for me to relate if that makes sense. Does that make, does that make sense? Yeah, it um, does. It does. I get what you're saying. It's hard. It's hard for me to relate because so many people that I know, um, don't come from nuclear homes and, and don't, you know, are, are lacking one, one parent in one way or another. And, you know, some of, I realize that sometimes some things that are just absolute common sense to me, um, and, and make no sense, uh, to me, um, is, is just because I lack the understanding and I try. Um, so it's, it's hard for me to relate, especially, especially in today's world, because it seems, it seems like the vast majority of my friends, like, yeah, man, I'm like, my dad was never there. Damn, that sucks, man. No, it's fine. Like, no, that sucks. I don't understand how you're just okay with it because that's not cool, man. That sucks that that was robbed from you. You know, your childhood was kind of robbed from you and I don't understand that. And so I have really hard time like having those conversations with people because I, I don't understand and it sucks. 
Want to be a guest on the show? Email it's doomsdaypodcast at gmail.com. That's it's doomsdaypodcast at gmail.com. I, you know, I, I guess I could totally understand where you're coming from in that regard. And I'm just going back through here some chats. And uh, Chris Key and Maribel are husband and wife. So that's cool. We got both of them. Oh, cool. <laughs> and Maribel says they're currently in the FR. I don't know what the FR is. Uh, mm. Not sure. Free realm. Um, free realm. Okay, sure. Why not? No, but I uh, Jake, I, I get what you're saying. I grew up with both parents in the home. And believe it or not, a lot of my friends uh, had, um, I don't want to say necessarily come from bro- came from broken homes, but their families, uh, their parents were separated. All right. Yeah. And I, I didn't really, I never understood how that was for them because when you're, when you're younger, you're a kid, you're a teenager, you always talk about the, um, you know, the great side of things, you know. For instance, you know, I, I would look at one of my buddies and be like, dude, what are you doing this weekend? He's like, well, I'm going to my dad's. It's Christmas this weekend. I was like, well, Christmas is until Thursday, dude. What are you doing? And he's like, well, dude, I get two Christmases. You know, having separated parents is awesome. And I go home like, listen, parents, you need to get a divorce right now. I want two Christmases because they're talking up. They're talking. <laughs> up the, they're talking up the great side of this. And Maribel says free Repu- people's Republic of Florida. I used to live in Florida, Maribel. So welcome in from Florida. Uh, but then you, you did have the friends that tried to fight this and, you know, kind of wore their heart on their sleeve a little bit and, uh, did make it apparent that something was wrong within the home. I, I had one friend who, you know, dad's supposed to come pick me up this weekend. I'll see you Monday at school. I'd get a phone call Saturday. Hey, do you want to hang out? My dad didn't pick me up. So, and that like, those were consistent things. Other friends where, you know, uh, fathers struggled with alcoholism and drugs Dad died at a young age, was not around, had friends like that. So I, I understand, I, I don't understand it cause I wasn't living in it, but I've seen it enough to know that it's not okay. It's not a good place to be. And even though I may not be, I guess I'm not like, I'm not a shit father in any way. But even though I, I like might push my kids aside a little bit to focus on what I got going on, I think that's a hell of a lot better than what I've seen my friends grow up with, if that makes sense. Well, I mean, I um, I, I think I balance it out pretty well because, I mean, you know me, you know I'm busy doing other stuff. Um, and it's, it's, not, it's not like selfish things like, I'm going to go out of town on my own because cause I'm an adult and I can and my wife's home and she can just watch the kids. Like, it's not like that. You're allowed to have your own things and you're allowed to have your own time. And just because you're married and you have kids or whatever, doesn't mean that you still can't have your own space. You, you, you still need that. You know, I mean, you guys get to do life together. Like that's awesome. That's, that's really great. But also like, you know, sometimes uh, like Alexa needs her own space and it's healthy for her. Uh, to have that, you know, um, now I have, you, I have to ask, kids. is it, is it a padded space or just a regular space? Hers is just a regular padded space. Oh, regular padded space. Gotcha. I'm reading her comment here and I understand Alexa. I understand what you mean when the toxicity just starts becoming normal. Right. I, I totally can understand what that is. Cause a lot of these younger uh, individuals, they just go around like everything's fine and they see something normal and they don't understand what it, what that is. And I remember after the long fight for uh, getting custody of my oldest son, 
sitting down at the dinner table as a family was something very foreign to him. Yeah, yeah that was that was um like when I when I was a kid like I didn't have those thoughts of like dual christmases in 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 this and that thing. Um like that wasn't something that I ever thought of in my head like I wonder if dad's going to be home or I wonder if mom's going to be home. They were just they were always there. And so seeing it in a different way, like when it's become normalized, it like, yeah, dad's been gone for a couple of weeks and you look at somebody and you're just like, are you okay? Like why? And they're, yeah, it's fine. Like, this is normal for you. Like in my head, like I want to say like, that's not a healthy thing and that's not a good relationship, man. Like you want to talk about it and it's just completely normalized. And that, that is baffling to me. Um, but also, I don't. Once you've you've been in that your entire life, it's kind of one of those things you don't realize that it's bad until it's different. You know, kind of like it's. I kind of equate it to like leaving a really crappy job, like one that's just absolute hell to you. Like you don't realize how much it like sucked your soul dry until you're gone and in a better place. Are you looking for something kick ass to add to your closet? Reaper has the hookup for t-shirts, hoodies, button-ups, hats, beanies, and plenty of other badass products. You can check out Reaper Apparel Company at www.reaperapparelco.com and use code DOOM10 for 10% off. Jester only stands behind brands he believes in, and Dan at Reaper Apparel has a mission, and Jester is on board. Go check out www.reaperapparelco.com today and use code DOOM10 for 10% off your entire order. Why be a sheep when you can reap? Use code DOOM10 for 10% off at www.reaperapparelco.com today. So, no, I I understand. And just to like give a sense of what some of these kids are going through that are coming from these broken homes. Let me, let me say that my parents being together was like a rock for me growing up. It was one thing I never had to worry about. I had three childhood friends. Uh, all three lived with their mothers and fathers were not out of the picture in the sense that they were pieces of shit, but out of the sense in like one was an overroad trucker. One uh, worked in another state. Forget what the other one did. Can't remember. Oh no. He lived in another state as well. So out of all three of these guys, I've only met one of their fathers. Um, the other two never met their dads, known them for years. Per, I don't know how many hours I spent at their house and vice versa, um, but never met their never met their fathers. And the other friend I'm talking about, uh, I think I met him once at his high school graduation party. I think his dad was there. I think that was the only time I ever met him. Now, what, what's crazy is you think about, you know, being a child and all the time you spend with your friends and stuff like that, we would spend countless hours together. And these hours were spent with their fathers not around, right? So that's, I, it, I can only imagine how hard this is for these guys. And that's, that's wild to me. But for most of my friends, it was just like, it, it was normal. Like it wasn't. It wasn't something that they would like sit around and be, you know, cry about and be like, dad's not home or mom's not home. She has been home in like three days, like blah, blah, blah. Like it was just, it was just normal. 
and that was concerning to me. Um, and I, you can't like, you can't just sit there and like tell your friend like, dude, that's not okay, um, because they don't they don't realize that it's not okay, and to, because they've never had anything different. You know, it, your your perceptions, your reality, and if that's what you perceive all your life, then that's that's the reality around you, and it just becomes normalized. And you know, I like I said, it, it's hard for me to to see it from the other side too, because. I only have the nuclear perspective and I know, I know that I'm, uh, I know that I'm very lucky for that. And I know it created a lot of stability and a lot of, uh, I have a great emotional foundation, um, for things. And I think that led me to be more understanding of things too, because all the time, you know, it, I, I got the, I got the strength and, and the, uh, the wisdom from my dad in that role model space. And then I, I got the compassion and the love side uh, from my mom. And I got to see both of those constantly. And that was, that was my foundation as a kid growing up. So I learned how to be strong, but compassionate. And you can, it, there, is, there is a behavioral difference in people whose normal was growing up with a one parent household. You know, the, some people who live with their dads, they, they're more geared toward that those behavior patterns and lacking the more the more sympathetic patterns that they never had from mom because they've only seen it one way they don't they don't get the balance of both things and that's why i think it's important fundamentally to to have that nuclear family it's it's the main foundation it's the very it's it's been proven to be the most important thing for a child growing up is to be in a nuclear family to set them up for success Do you have enough food in your pantry for when disaster strikes? Go to www.readywise.com and utilize code DOOM10 for 10% off your entire food order. ReadyWise offers long-term food storage items such as chicken and beef that last up to 15 years. But that's not all. Go to www.readywise.com and use our code DOOM10 for 10% off of organic food as well. Offering chili, pasta, and soups, they have you covered. Did we mention they have fruits? Bananas, blueberries, strawberries, and apples, just to name a few. With many more food options for your home, car, or bug-out bag, ReadyWise has your six. Go to www.readywise.com now and utilize code DOOM10 for 10% off. You know, I, I could agree with that on many different on many different levels. Um, I'm seeing some a couple other new people in here. Welcome in, Damien, and welcome in uh, MSAD. Welcome in, guys, uh, to the show. If you're new here, click that follow button. So there's a lot of data to support this, Jake, that the nuclear family is the ideal thing. And it's – I see a lot of people – that grow up in uh and i don't want to harp on this too much but being they might not have a father in the household all the time um or they have a they have a really shitty father that treats their mother like garbage uh some of these males will will grow up being women abusers and and just treating women like garbage right and then i've and this even works in a reverse rule too where if a woman or a girl grows up in a fatherless home that they feel either more empowered or they have serious issues to where they will bend and flex for whatever a man wants. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, so there, there's data to, there's so much data out there to support this. Right. 
But we're going we're going off a little bit. So the, the main premise of this, guys, I want everybody to appreciate what you have and appreciate the things you have in life and appreciate what you currently have in front of you because things could be way, way worse as I'm as I'm coming to find out. And I've got another story to tie this in. Um, Jake, unless you've got something more you'd want to add before I get into my next story here. No, but I do have some breaking news for you if you'd like to hear that. Yeah, let's do it. Let's break it up a little bit. Let's hear the breaking news. Let's travel to a little place called Hampton, Virginia. Currently, firefighters are battling a massive fire at Hampton University with multiple people reportedly trapped inside. Uh, Hampton University campus, which is a private, historically black research university in Hampton, Virginia, um, is currently undergoing a massive fire. There are multiple people trapped inside and trapped inside elevators. Jesus. That's why I text you today and I said, it's burning. Yeah, I didn't know that's what that was in reference to. That's what it was in reference to, man. Every day something's on fire. Damn. Um, and uh, Justin Minutu says, was there not a fire in Atlanta earlier today? Um, I don't know about that, but I'm also seeing a a call in from Damien. Damien, we'll get to you, man. We wait till the last 15 minutes uh, to let people call in. So we'll be there in a little bit here. So is this just one more thing that we're just seeing or is this, you know, we, I'm sure they don't know what this is, whether this was accidental, whether this was arson, anything like that. I'm sure. Oh, they don't know yet. It's just started like an hour ago. And so. it make it kind of blows my mind a university wouldn't have a good fire suppression system or emergency exits and people would be stuck inside. They're not there to splash water. They're they're there to take your money. <laughs> I guess that's a I guess that's a really good point. <laughs> um, so okay, uh, second part of this that, that has me feeling this way today about everything that's going on is I got another phone call from a friend of mine from back home uh, yesterday. And this is a, this isn't someone that I've been out of the loop with for a while or anything like that. We occasionally communicate not as much as I probably should given the conversation that we had yesterday. Um, He is in a really bad spot. I, I mean, we've, we've always talked about alcoholism and how bad it actually is. You know, you guys know I've struggled with my own alcoholism and, you know, we talk about drugs, things like that, and how these are potentially bad. Not necessarily on this show, but whenever we're doing lives on other platforms and things like that, right? So he calls me, we get to talking, and I find out how bad things really are. Um, Seemingly to no fault of his own, he loses his job. Um, Tells me that he got terminated from his job for excessive call-outs while he still had PTO time. So he doesn't understand how that works. He thinks that they were just looking for a reason to get rid of him. Could potentially be true. Um, He was dating what seemed to be a very nice girl. Fire is one of the most basic essentials for survival. Whether you're camping, hiking, or preparing for disaster, Blackbeard has your six. Go to www.blackbeardfire.com and utilize code Doomsday for 10% off your entire purchase. Blackbeard offers stormproof matches, plasma arc lighters, fire starters, and ferro rods, all of which are great for your bug out bag. Once again, 
go to www.blackbeardfire.com and utilize code DOOMSDAY for 10% off your entire purchase. And now a lot of skeletons are coming out of the closet with that one, um, mainly being that she's married, was going through a midlife crisis, and she was his young fling. And now that that's kind of over, he's kind of trying to figure out where to go in life. That with combination of job loss um, and getting back into the alcoholism side of things has led to another, uh, well, I don't want to say another because I don't know if one has happened before off the top of my head. I'm not sure, but has led to a recent suicide attempt. And this is a friend of mine. This is someone I deeply care about. And at this point, I, you know, I'm sitting there talking to him. Well, what can I do for you, man? Like, what can I do to help? You know, and we're having the conversation about, you know, getting to some meetings and I guess he's been attending meetings and then going right to the bar afterwards. So it's like, that's not doing much good. Um, and I, you know, it, it, in this moment, I really don't know much that I could do to help him. So I told him yesterday, I said, dude, listen, I said, I can't exactly, you know, leave town, abandon responsibility and, and my kids to come, you know, be at your side. I, I said, I just, I can't do that. I don't have that in my power to do that. I said, but I said, I have an idea. I said, how about this, dude? I said, you really don't have anything tying you down right now. I said, you really don't have any obligation. You're, you're kind of just in the wind right now. And when I say like, just he's no, nothing tied down, no obligations. Um, he's actually staying in a house that was this woman's house. Um, Apparently she has two houses. She was letting him live in one. The fling is now over and he's about to not have a place to stay anymore. So me being the guy that I am, I said, well, dude, the best I could offer you, man, um, you know, if anything to help at all, I said, I think a good, I think you need a good reset. So I said, come down and spend a few weeks with me. Um, Let's, let's hang out. Let's do some things. Let's try to get your mind right. And let's try to get you out of this, you know, this funk that you're in. But again, it it made me go back and look at my life like I'm happily married. My kids are decent. Uh, you know, I'm not on drugs. I, you know, I've got my responsibilities under control. And, you know, me and this this gentleman are this about the same age. And I'm just sitting there again thinking to myself, man, things could be so much worse. Like, we need to appreciate what we have in life. We really, really do. Yeah, that's a lot of stuff. It is. <laughs> I mean, I, I I don't know, man. It just it just got me waking up and thinking today. I, I just see people complain about so much, and I'm just like watching what's going on back where I grew up at and what's going on in my friends' lives, and, and I'm just like, damn it, man. Like, someone needs to put that out there, kind of put that out there that appreciate what you have, cherish what you have. You're doing a lot better than most in life. Do not get down on yourself. That was my big, my big speech of the show. See you guys tomorrow. <laughs> Bye, everyone. Just kidding. We're not leaving. We're um, not leaving. Not yet. <laughs> I, I've never had a situation like that in my life. Again, it's hard to relate, man. Um, my my complaints usually are just frustrations because I think life could be lived a lot better. And I, I don't complain 
just for the sake of complaining or, oh, my life is so hard. I don't complain about those things. But I, I do complain about the things that we choose to do that affect society directly because those things frustrate me. You know, it's it's like, why, why do I see so many videos all the time of uh, people scrapping in the streets over stupid stuff and then somebody gets hit in the head with a fire extinguisher, you know? It's like, dude, that could kill somebody all over a fight over what? And, you know, this seems to, like, this seems to infect society. The societal things that are infected are my complaints generally. Because I'm just like, man, life could be so much better. And this, this, is, this is the most low-frequency thing that we can do to each other. Why does this happen? You know, I saw the video of the kid getting hit with the fire extinguisher. Yeah, that kid could have died. I I mean, that's a very heinous thing to do. Yeah, I, I it's disgusting. It, you know, it's it's one thing to pick a legitimate fight with somebody and to whoop someone's ass, right? Especially when two people are actively participating and they're just like, "Hey, we need to get this out of our systems," right? To sneak attack somebody yeah. with a fire extinguisher, and then not only did he hit him in the head, he threw it at him and hit him in the head while he was on the ground, knocked out. I mean, how how evil and shitty of a person do you have to be to do that to somebody? There's a huge difference between like uh, you you and I mutually agreeing, you know, hey, we're, we're we disagree about whatever this or that thing. Okay let's let's take it out back and settle it ourselves and and sure i'm sure people would come and watch or whatever but it's a way from affecting other people and messing with their day you're not just scrapping right there inside the school or inside a building or inside a place of business where other people are there to not have to deal with your crap you take it out like gentlemen out back and when it's done it's done versus Knocking somebody out and then hitting them with with a potentially deadly weapon like a fire extinguisher that's a piece of solid steel, that that's different. That's assault. And it's it, totally different. And it's not okay. Exactly. And uh, welcome in, Cindy. Welcome in, Raccoon. And welcome in, Mr. T. And Belzina? I don't know how to say that. I'm just trying. Anyway, but but Jake, here's the thing. Could you even imagine what this argument was even over to where it escalated for this guy to do that yeah dude he probably like stole his fortnite skin or something his fortnite skin yeah <laughs> it's probably it's pretty damn insignificant so isn't it stupid it's probably something so stupid i can't even fathom it to be completely honest it's usually oh you stole my fortnite skin bro oh you bumped into me in the hallway bro Oh, you stole my extra piece of pizza at lunch, bro. Oh, you said hi to my girlfriend. Oh, like very petty things. Very, very petty things that, that seem to just have a lot of anger transcend through this. And and I think I think it's horrible that, that we encourage it by recording these things and putting them on social media. It is. Uh, I also think that part of this, too, is like a little bit of pre-programming. Like we're, you know, commercialism, the media, the internet all tells us we should be happier and we should have more. Right. And you're not, and you're, and you don't. And so you're, you don't have it. You're pissed off. Right. So I think that everybody's on edge 24 seven and acting out and hitting somebody with a fire extinguisher is just common now. Right. 
Which is weird because I'm happier when I have less. I'm happier when I don't have to hit somebody with a fire extinguisher. I'm happy when I'm at home and my family's here and we're playing or whatever and I'm hanging out at the house and we've got nothing to do besides hang out. That's that's great. There's nothing else with that. I don't need a big mansion. I don't need a Lamborghini. I don't need any of that stuff. To, I, I'm happy. I, I like my lifestyle. I'm happy with... I don't need a lot to be happy. I got my family. My kids are well adjusted. They're great kids. My wife's awesome. I what what else do I need? You know. So honestly, Jake, best part of your day, other than when you 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 lock your wife in her padded room. Um, what's the best part of your day, dude? Like start to finish, what's the best part? The absolute best part of my day is when I walk in the front door after work, and my kids are in the living room, and they see me walk in, and they go dad and then they all come over and just trample me that's awesome. the best thing ever dude <laughs> it is the absolute best thing ever no i understand that my youngest um my youngest is probably the most vocal when i enter the door right now and it's funny because he's just starting to like form sentences you know what i mean and sometimes they don't make a lot of sense so sometimes he could say something really inappropriate or something really cute and awesome and most of the time it's pretty cute and awesome um but sometimes it's daddy's home what the fuck like it's he'll say something like that and it'll be like oh shit we gotta because you know he's saying this at daycare and it's like oh they're gonna kick our ass uh welcome in mike of tampa bay dude welcome in that's where you're pointing at your wife and you say this is your fault well yeah it is uh it could be i don't know well i'm gonna blame it it anyway even if it's your fault it's her fault (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's always her fault um yeah. you're the one who gets to look good in public you blame her it's fine exactly uh and cindy says i'm over here crying all the time my baby girl is getting married soon oh that's right that's good though that's that's hopefully those are happy tears but no the reason the reason why i asked jake is because i i feel like whatever that highlight of your day is like that's what we need to be focused on right I have a converse, I have conversations with my wife all the time, like appreciate what you have, appreciate where we're at in life, because I know a lot of people who don't have the things we have in life, right? Sure. Like me, my wife and I, you know, we're on the younger side of the spectrum considering things. We have a house, we have property and, you know, cars and decent kids and, and not a lot of debt. And I, I look at some other people that are within my age realm. They don't even have a house yet. Maybe they don't even have a car. And I'm like, you understand that we're pretty well off, right? Like, I know we work to get there, but we're we're doing really well considering. So I don't care if you're upset that we live on a dirt road. You have a nice house that's paid off at the end of that dirt road. I know that the house is small, but it's paid for. Like, be happy. And, you know, I think highlighting and appreciating the things you have in life, you know, makes it all worth it makes it that much better. Right. And I think it keeps us from going down some of these darker roads. I mean, let's face it. A lot of us like to self-medicate and, and drink or do different things. And we don't appreciate the things we have right in front of us. I think that's what we really need to be focused on lately. And there's always a, there's always a doomsday aspect to this shit. There's always this counter that's coming. When COVID hit, things got really bad for a lot of people depression was amped up and very very badly um 
certain online, I don't want to say online, I guess you could say online counseling services took off. Uh, we saw a lot of grief, hell, and heartache. People weren't able to attend family members' funerals, weddings, all these different things. And we watched things go really downhill for people. I think that if more people were focused on the positivities in their life instead of the negatives, that they maybe would have been better off and not going down such dark roads. Um, and welcome in, Eric. And, you know, to Cindy's comment here, uh, people are seeing and going through the repercussions of the economy. It's absolutely correct. And, you know, with that, guys, things are going to progressively get worse with this economy, with the housing industry, with the price of goods going up. We're going to continue to see this get worse. And I just want you guys to remember that at the end of the day, there are things in your life to be positive about, right? I know we're all hating going to the grocery store right now and paying these high prices. I know that we're hating the things that are going on right now. I know everybody's worried about like these big major things that seem to just keep going south. But like, look at the, just keep your minds and, and your eyes focused on the positive things you have going in life right now. Um, and, and it'll help you get through these processes because no matter how bad your day is going, no matter how bad you think things are in your life, there's always someone out there that's doing a little bit worse or having having much more of a horrible time than you are. This is an emergency action message. At approximately 1 a.m. Eastern Daylight Time, Nora is tracking 15 ICBM nuclear missiles inbound to the following cities. Orlando, Miami, Pittsburgh, Dover, Newark, Richland, Philadelphia, New York City, Baltimore, Los Angeles, Las Vegas, Boston, Seattle, Detroit. This is an extremely deadly situation. Stay tuned, the next emergency message will be a presidential address.